0: Welcome to Modern Sales, a podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and salespeople looking to have more and better conversations with your perfect clients. You'll get a healthy scoop of psychology, behavioral economics, and sales studies to help you create win-win relationships. I'm your host, Liston Witherell, and I'm pleased to welcome you to Modern Sales. If you haven't done it yet, I'd love it if you subscribe to this podcast This episode is an interview with Jared Gold. I'm going to get to him in a second, but there's a two-parter here, so go ahead and hit subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss episode two coming out tomorrow with Jared. Now, without further ado, I'm inviting Jared Gold on the show. Jared, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Excellent. Now, Jared... I I could talk about what you do, but I was wondering, can you just introduce yourself briefly, tell people what it is that you do and who you work with? I run a business called Website By Tonight. And so
1: my primary clients are solo entrepreneurs, independent consultants, solo practitioners, like experts in their own arena. And what we do is really, for lack of a better term, it's called a productized service. So it's Essentially, the clients will send up, will fill out a project brief and fill out a content doc. And then they will hop on a screen share with our design team. They will create a website in real time over a screen share. Like our designers will create it while our clients give feedback and can build and launch your site in a matter of around three to four hours total live on your domain. It's a very different approach than a traditional website going back and forth via email, a long, drawn-out, expensive process, et cetera. So it's for people like these solo entrepreneurs and independent consultants who just need something, a simple and attractive brochure uh, website to boost professionalism without all the extra cost and time and bells and whistles and things like that.
0: And so I want to get into the specifics of how you do that. I'm wondering... How did you settle on this? Like, why was this such a good idea for solo and independent consultants? And I'm guessing some freelancers, too, who maybe want to level up their game. How did you settle on this as like, hey, I'm going to productize this because I'm guessing you weren't a toddler. And when people asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) You didn't say this, but you found something in the market that made this a really, really good idea. What was that? Yeah, yeah.
1: I kind of developed it by accident after a friend or two would ask me, hey, can you help me with my website? And so I'm actually a Squarespace expert. So they feature me as an expert on their site. And so for a few years at this point, I had been doing more customized Squarespace sites and they were more involved and they're more like for established businesses or nonprofits or whatever. But I would get a bunch of these like smaller leads, these independent consultants, sole entrepreneurs, what have you. And I would turn them away or I wasn't excited to do them whatever. And then finally, I just kind of caved when some friends had asked me periodically. And I'm like, okay, you know what, like, just come over, we'll do it like side by side, right on a computer. And it actually turned out pretty well. And I kind of just developed a process periodically of, hey, here's a doc to populate the content with, send me some sites you like and why like a very basic uh, project brief. And so as more and more they started turning out, well, I started actually charging for it. And They started referring me and it just kind of snowballed from there. And I realized that I had stumbled upon an important need in the market. As there's more and more independent consultants and self-employed people, they're going to need websites for professionalism. And they don't have like thousands of dollars or it's not worth spending thousands of dollars on just a very simple brochure website, maybe four to five pages with a contact form that just shows people, hey, this person's credible and kind of starts the conversation. So I really stumbled across a valuable need really by accident. And I realized I like working with these people and I can really help them and there's good product market fit. And so,
0: uh, just kind of went from there. So you mentioned this term brochure website a couple times. Mm-hmm. You and I talked before recording about debunking some of the myths of what a website is. So maybe a good place to start is what do you mean when you say a brochure or website? I never started using that phrase, and then clients
1: started telling me that phrase that they're looking for a brochure website. You're a sales expert, so obviously, you know, I think one of the things is talking in the language of your clients or your prospects. So I think just like a brochure website, it could be a long one-page scroller, or maybe four to six pages, and then, you know, contact form and just kind of outlines home. So the the basic high-level things, the services you do, maybe some testimonials about you, and some context, and then a contact form, just a way for people to reach out to you. I think people are starting to realize that they don't need a complex marketing automation type setup and all this crazy software. That's just so daunting. That's just way down the road. A lot of the myths people are getting is, oh, you need a super big social media following. Oh, you need a big email list. Oh, you need all these like a really fancy logo. Everything needs to look perfect. Like, you're going to pull your hair out and you're not going to close any deals if you take that approach. Like you got to just start somewhere. And I think the good step one that really is sufficient for most people, at least for quite a while, is that simple brochure website that just says the overview and who you are and what you do and the kinds of people you help and just starts a conversation, just gets people to fill out your form and get in touch with you or people to respond to. Your emails, your calls. So, yeah, just a foot in the door to prove that you're a credible person. I think a lot of the social media stuff is overrated and SEO is really expensive and is an unsure thing. So, I think a lot of people get so worried with like, oh my God, it's $20,000 in 12 months with three different pros to get something set up. And that's just not what you need.
0: Okay. So, we could probably have a nice, heated argument about the value of social media. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Well, I defer to
1: your expertise.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I'd be talking more about experience than expertise, but I did want to ask you, you talked a lot about what you don't need. And so I want to get to what you do need. I also wanted to reference, dear listener for you, I recorded an episode on the different uses, six different uses specifically about it for your consulting website. If you go back to episode 18, you can go check that out. But Jared, in terms of We know what we don't need, which is essentially a massive following and to already be famous to your market. Is that a decent summary? That is a better summary than what I had. Exactly. you don't need 50,000
1: followers to close a deal.
0: Right. So we don't need that. But what do we need in order to actually have a website that's going to be useful? Is there something that I need in place prior? Like, What does that look like? As obvious as it
1: may sound, I think people need to know what their expertise is and who their ideal prospect is. I think that's like absolute step one, because if you don't know exactly the services you offer and the types of people you help, like how are you going to create content? So in general, people need a pretty decent idea of those answers and then be able to just write that. So some basic kind of text content, it doesn't have to be the ultimate sales conversion copy any stuff like that to close a deal, right? You just need to be able to talk about your business. Hey, I deliver these types of results for these types of clients with these types of services. You don't need a ton of amazing photography. I usually recommend maybe a few professional headshots. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need a logo to get started. Like a text logo is totally fine. And there are a bunch of website builders that allow you to like just a simple text logo just to get started. So I would say really the things you need are a clear understanding of what you do, and for whom you do it. And ideally the types of results someone can expect and a business email address and a professional website and an actual logo and business card, they can come down the road. You could say for quite a while, as you go to networking events, Hey, still finalizing my logo or still waiting on the printers for my business cards or something, but check out my website. That's just as good, if not better. Because I mean, business card, they're kind of a little bit outdated. So those are really the key things you need, in my opinion.
0: Interesting. Okay. And so it sounds like some people come to you and they're already stuck on this notion of, I need a massive following. I need an email list. I need, I need, I need, I need. Is that right? Like, is that preventing them from taking action on their website? Sometimes, but I feel like most people come to me because they've already realized that they don't need all
1: those things. (laughs) But I think a lot of people are stuck in like, oh, I've been working on my website for years, but I know I need all these other things. And so like when I meet those people, I enjoy kind of knocking some sense or maybe knocking some sense in them isn't the right phrase, but you know what I mean? Like just being like, you know what? You don't need that at all. Here's just exactly what you need. Most people come to me and they know that they need a professional website, but they don't know what that entails. Like they know they need a simple website, but then they ask, oh, should I have this or should I have that? And then I say, hey, you know what? This is just a phase one right now. These types of things are good down the road, but the website is like the initial foundation. So like what good is an email list if you don't have a website to like host it on, right? To even have someone fill out the email form or what good is social media if there's no like call to action link they can go to. I think there's a lot of misconceptions. Like I think a lot of people have trouble getting started because they don't realize all they need is a business website and a business email. Fortunately, by the time clients come to me, they've realized that, hey, you know what? Like, I've had enough. I'm ready to just get started.
0: And what is it that's going on in their lives that makes them say, I've had enough? Like, is there some particular event or some reason that they're coming to you in the first place? In
1: some cases, they've just quit their job and they've decided to go out on their own. In other cases, they're just like, I've had this website forever that I dislike. I was never going to change it or I was like maybe thinking about changing it, but it wasn't a big priority. And then I came across your service and I see that it's so much easier and so much more cost effective and time effective. I'm willing to give it a shot or it's just other people have advised them, hey, you need a website or where's your website? And they don't have one. I don't know if it's necessarily like a super key event always, but usually like I don't sell people on needing a website. Like they know they need one for whatever reason.
0: I was wondering, actually, we didn't script this part out, but I'll put you on the spot right now. I'm ready. I talked about how I just created a podcast about the different uses of your website. I'm curious, would you be willing to share about your website? How do you use your website? What role does it play? How do you get people there? Like, What does it do for you?
1: Unfortunately, I'm not a digital marketing expert, so I'm still working. I actually hired a marketer to help me with some consistent lead gen. But I'll tell you right now how I drive people to my website and also the use for it. So I actually think the number one use for my website, besides for like some credibility and being like, oh, this is like a thing. This is a real business is actually like lead qualification. And so for people that are listening that don't know, like lead qualification is just making sure, hey, this person is a valid prospect and setting those expectations. So like if someone needs a super custom enterprise level website, hopefully they don't fill out the contact form on website by tonight.com. Um, so hopefully I've done a good job of laying out the copy and setting the expectations of these are the types of people that the service is for. And more importantly, this is the people that it's not for. No one has time to talk to every single possible lead that comes through. Or if you do, it's not a good use of your time. Like if someone needs... $100,000 e-commerce website. I would only talk to them for the possibility of referring them to someone else. But let's say you're an e-commerce consultant and someone comes to you for advising like a in-person grocery store consultant, right? Like that's not a good lead for you. That's no use. You ideally want to spend time talking to the people that you can best serve. So I think the website copy should be specific enough to where it's the first round of defense of your time. And then it'll filter away the people that aren't a good fit. And then the people that are a good fit, hopefully it interests them enough to fill out a contact form and say, I think this is interesting. Let's start a dialogue, get to know each other, share with you my needs, see what you do, see if we're maybe a good fit to work together. In regards to driving people to my website, I have a lot of marketing things I need to improve on. I think besides for referrals and periodically emailing previous clients to ask for referrals, Uh, maybe once a quarter, I have a few different referral partners, like agencies that send me leads. So that drives either direct intros or driving people to my website. And then like I told you, I have some other podcasts and webinars, which should hopefully drive people to my website. And then Squarespace does feature me as an expert on their platform, right on their specialist section on their website, which is pretty cool. So that is another way that I get traffic to my website. I still have a lot of work to do, though.
0: Well, it sounds like you've done a lot of work to begin with, and hopefully I want all listeners to take away from this that the website itself, unless you're an SEO master and you've produced a lot of content and you're really good at that, the website itself isn't driving traffic. It's a place that people can arrive at, get information, understand how to take the next step to engage with you, maybe become qualified, and also a place where people who already know you can refer other people. I think that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And thanks for humoring me putting you on the spot. (laughs) I guess I'm a
1: glutton for punishment. I love the uh, on the spot questions.
0: (laughs) Well, there might be more. I have to warn you. (laughs) I'm ready. My final question for you, Jared, is are there any solo practitioners, consultants, independent contractors who just don't need a website at all?
1: Wow. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. I can't think of an actual case right now to be honest with you i think that really every person that is a professional that would do this as a primary source of income or a considerable source of income really does need a website because i can't recall a case where i was impressed by someone and then they said oh you know i don't have a website but here's my email like i can't recall a case where like my respect for that person went up In fact, like when it it didn't go down, right? even if that person's like a total pro, like the website really is the version 2.0 of the business card for the modern era. And it's really important to get some context. And it's not like you need an amazing website, but also if you have a bad website, that's really doing you a disservice. I'd rather no website than a website that looks awful and totally is like, this person is an idiot or doesn't have any money to like hire a pro. I think that's a good question. I can't think of an independent solo practitioner, independent consultant that shouldn't have a website if they are a true professional.
0: So I actually agree with you and I know I have once again, put you on the spot, but I wanted to share an anecdote. I was just in your neck of the woods in Washington, DC at an event and I was meeting other people. It wasn't a marketing event for me. It was a learning, like a workshop. And as I met other people, even though they weren't my clients, they would still ask, What's your website? Because they wanted to learn more about me. And maybe they're in a position to refer me business. And that actually came up. People are like, I think I know a few people who might want to know you. What's your website? And I think in that moment, if you say, I don't have a website, it goes from this sort of warm glow that you had to like, this person is not serious. They part in the French, but they don't have their shit together is really the feeling that I think most people will be left with. And so I totally agree with you. And this idea of a brochure, I don't want to get into a semantic debate here, but a brochure was always kind of a nice to have, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you had a statement of qualifications as a consultant or a book of, your different services and clients you've served, but the brochure, the kind of marketing trifold thing that you hand people was always a nice to have. And I think that does a website, a disservice because I think it's a requirement really. If you want to be taken seriously, if you want to have the option of growing bigger with much better clients and you don't have a great in already somewhere, you need a website. So Jared, We've covered a lot of ground here. This is going to wrap up episode one. In episode two, Jared's going to come back and talk all about what should actually go into your website. And I'm making this up. What is your minimum viable website as a consultant, as a solo practitioner? Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, hit subscribe and tune in tomorrow so that you can hear the second interview with Jared where he's going to talk to you about what actually needs to go on that website. See you then.